was regular courtroom work assigned to a regular courtroom with the same judge and the same other attorneys in the courtroom, the same DA every day. Um, there was considerably more kindness and respect. I mean, we still argued. We still held our positions and held our ground and represented our clients. I mean, just because we were kind to each other off the record doesn't mean that we went on the record and, um, you know. Were friendly? You know, that didn't impact our job in any way. In fact, it made it, you know, easier and more pleasant, which is why you do it, you know, just because, and the thing is, with civil litigation, is considerably different because you have one client in, in a case, you have a, like 40 clients. Like so Let's say, for example, you're a defense attorney and you're juggling 40 clients. You're maybe going to see those attorneys on the other side of those cases again. Maybe not. I mean, some of the bigger, more consistent firms you see cons frequently and some you don't. And so in those situations when you're up against an attorney and a firm you think you're never going to see again i noticed that um the attorneys tended generally to be nastier and get nastier quick more quickly because there's not quite the same sort of because there's no relationship to right. grab at well and there's no it's there's not only no relationship to grab at but you're never going to see each other again so people it's easier Hence, to no get ugly right yeah so i i i it, it's hard for me not to think that that's sort of what's happening online i mean these are people that you don't have to see face to face these are conversations you're not having face to face and so it's easy to get ugly fast Ew. what do you yeah, think it, it's Soul Radio. I'm your host, Professor Gable. And uh, tonight, I'm with Sky. What's up, guys? I'm Sky. I'm not your host. <laughs> and I'm here with the host. Yeah, man. On this fine Sunday night at 10 o'clock. 10 p.m. 10 o'clock? We're always here at 10 o'clock. Do you say 10 o'clock when it's not uh, a.m.? I think you only say 10 o'clock when it's a.m. No. What? No one wa What's 10, 10 at night, right? You say... It's still 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock just means it's 10 on the fucking clock. Yeah, but you're not being specific about 
a.m. or p.m. Wait, so I'll meet you Tuesday at wait, 10 o'clock. Pacific or specific? Because that matters in this scenario. Specific. Why would I say Pacific? Like Pacific time. Oh, wow. That coincidentally, yeah, that would make, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, all right, but perfect example. It's like, if I'm like, yo, Sam, I'll meet you tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Yeah. What time? I would ask what you meant, p.m. or a.m. Because 10 o'clock at night. There's 10 o'clock at night, that doesn't exist? No, it, it does. If Yeah. Yeah. Right, see? 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. I see you, dude. <laughs> All right, so how you doing, man? Thanks Pretty, for bringing me on. Yeah, no doubt, dude. Um, I just wanted to, you know, sit down, chill, ask you what you thought about, like, some new music that I've that we've been listening to here and there, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, we heard some good shit today. Yeah, what did um, have you heard that? So you heard the new Marlon Craft? The Marlon Craft, dude. Yeah, you know I didn't know Marlon Craft before today, and I have to say I was really uh, really impressed. Not yeah. just by his uh, his lyricism, but I was impressed with uh, how he added his lyrics to the beat, how like closely they matched. Mm-hmm. But it didn't get in the way Like it wasn't annoying Like he's only on beat You know what I mean Like Yeah But he also had like A great production Whoever did his uh, Production big ups Exactly um, yeah Whoever cho- Like he chose those beats I felt like uh, So far what I've heard In the project I think I've heard Half the songs mm-hmm. Really impressed And that's You know it's hard to make It's hard to make Good music nowadays For some reason I feel like There's always good music Coming out but I feel like it gets harder and harder to find it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's just a lot of people making music. You know what I mean? A lot like, of people making music. Yeah. His, I heard he was like, <clears throat> like number two on, on the iTunes or whatever for hip hop. That's and that's it's, monumental. And it's, and it's all like, uh, all him too. Like no label or manager or anything like that. Yeah. The, the, that's that's the dream. Yeah, that's dope, dude. Maybe Good for we, him. Maybe we should play like a song off that album. What do you think, Sky? I think that'd be a great way to start. All right, I'm gonna pick one of the ones I really liked. Um, Are we gonna play through or just half and then talk? No, we'll play it through and then talk. All right, sounds good. Listen to it. Talk about it. Rock about it. Okay. So, let me think. Let's play um, Marco Made Me Do It. That's what we're going to play. All right, let's do it. It's the young and scandalous trapping snakes till they vanish, decapitating evangelists, laughing fakes when they standing and aggravating the plans of them. Caught up with their brand again. Homie, what the fuck is you, a man or a mannequin? Walk the walk so they can tell them fly, call me Anakin. 2016, the people's champ, so I ran again. Elected by the masses to restore rap justice, but nah, it ain't cash though. Y'all know it's craft, ho. That's words of the brave hearts and that Nas flow. Tank going full, just wait till I let the Nas blow. Used to be a tad shot, now. I let the car go Like the home of Pablo Hot though since a snot nose Homie, I've been running shit Since I stomach sick And used to keep everything private Like agendas of republic
Republicans. Now my life an open book. They try to judge the front of it and be like, yo, he got it. Ironic, I'm the one that nobody wanted with. Yeah, see the overthrows we underwent. Already told some people wanting splits. They could suck a dick. Half the people front till you want and they try to grab you. Industry say I'm green, but I come from the rotten apple. I was born right. I went bad by about 16. So my 16s ripped spleens till I hear bitch screams. Truth hurts, motherfucker. Yeah, I got plenty pain. I ain't scared to lose this semi-fame. I got plenty flames. Hope so burning up. Industry done turned to Trump. Only let the artists in who owe them and don't earn for them. Trying to report the truth to the people. And you fake news. Launch artists with fake moves and tell me what I ain't do. Nah, so I'm meditating, just catch the sun Cause when you looking too hard is when the distractions come I'm giving rappers that, but the fact is that when the action come If craft is on the mic, then they backing up like I have a gun When I die, to look at my life and be like the passion one When I rise, to look at these guys and be like, yo, that's my sons Empathize with all, that's my gift and my curse, we act as one So low-key, it be killing me slowly when I must laugh at them I've been on it for some years, I done tried When the blogs post me, they gon' say I blow up overnight I done stayed up sleepless, I was writing too much on my mind for that to be my fucking story So the truth is in my lines for real If you ain't hear from me, don't believe it I ain't scared, you ain't nothing compared to these demons Couldn't walk in my shoes, don't believe me I defeat you, try to compete And you gon' take an L, I'll complete you Word, they saran rap, they bars is all see-through Couldn't fuck with my leftovers So I ain't gon' feed you, never I'm drinking whiskey with my dog Screaming fuck you till the Knicks in first place I stay in this fucked up mood It's crap, bitch All right, that was uh, Marco Made Me Do It off the new album Tunnels End by Marlon Craft. <clears throat> He's from Hell's Kitchen, New York. That was a, uh, I like that uh, part where he's like, I'm from, you know, the apple one, but I'm from the rotten apple. I, miss, I don't remember that part right Green now. isn't an apple, but I'm, or green like apple, but I'm from the rotten apple. Chasing green, but I'm Something from the rotten like apple. Yeah. I, I, I like it a lot. I mean, yeah, I just like, dope. I like how it has that classic, but it's also like modern. Like it's like you, you can please all ears. Yeah. That's why he's doing good. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. But he's also like very like, he's got like a lot of good message messaging in it. He's in tuned. Yeah, no doubt. Like his lyrics touch his, yeah. like his beat touches. And, uh, you know, you get these, like you get these kind of these classic sort of like, uh, like contemporary but yet classic hip-hop styles and hip-hop beats yeah but then it's like you know people are like oh that's boom bap rap Mm -hmm. i feel like that's kind of undercutting it Mm -hmm. but sometimes it is and i think that's not necessarily a good thing always like oh that's just boom bap like when they just when they say that or when people actually just just do only boom bap style like imagine this like oh yeah i'm I'm like old school rapper or something like i rap old school then you hear like a beat where it's just like 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 uh like this for instance that's playing right now, and then you just put some like boom boom, boom 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 boom, boom 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 boom, like it's just not that like it's boom bap rap, but it's not like uniquely intricate. It's not like different Wait, at the same time. Are you talking about the beats or the rap right now? The beats, okay. and that's what I think also is like well both really. I mean. Can't have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich without the peanut butter and the no, jelly. No, I know, you know I understand what, what you're saying, but are you talking about, like, what are you saying exactly? I'm saying that, like, uh, I think his beats carry, like, an old-school approach that is, yeah. is very modern so it's and unique. So it's like you're hearing a new sound that has an old-school kind of style to it. Yeah. But it's also modern, and it fits him. 
Like yeah. it fits the project that he's doing. And I think a lot of people, not a lot, I don't want to say, I don't generalize or undergeneralize. I'm just saying sometimes you hear, you hear some shit and yeah. it's, it's claimed to be some like classic hip hop, like a style, yeah. like some new classic hip hop. But really it's just kind of like a rewash or like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not that intricate. Like you pick like some good sounding beat. You know, hip hop's been around for like 40 years now. Yeah. Longer, really. Hip hop's. You know, if you if you take hip hop like that, it's been around longer. But um, making music this way has been around for a long time, and uh, I think if you look at like a lot of these like modern, but yet, well, I'm old school hip hop. The beats kind of overlap almost, and then the production overlaps, and then the style overlaps, and then it's like because people want to do something in the past instead of just taking their own shit. Mm. and just doing it like because you can you could be like oh i'm influenced by like rappers today right like and then and then you'll hear that in the music or you can be like oh i i i make music like rappers today but i'm only influenced by the old shit you know what i'm saying like you could be like and you could blend that to where it's uniquely yours while it's like intricately classic it's intricately like hip hop style to its core, right? You get what I'm saying because yeah. I feel like a lot of time it's it the by claiming it's uh, classic hip hop, it undercuts the ability that hip hop can be. Yeah, because then you kind of are selling it, and no one wants to be like, "Oh, this shit's whack." Because then it's kind of like, "Oh, you don't like this type of music? Yeah, you don't like this type of hip hop?" And it's like, "No, I don't. I don't like this. Like, I've heard these three samples in like." Yeah. You know, every fucking if you're if you're an up and coming artist and you're using a lot of the classic samples, they've all been used. But yeah. how can you take that twist on it? And right, so I feel like right. him going back to uh, Marlon Craft, yeah, Marlon Craft, like he he crafted a a, a good combination of both those styles. Exactly, so now he's yeah. he's craft, like that's that dude's beat. Yeah, that's like there's no no one's gonna be like, oh, that's a classic hip hop. That's a craft, you know, like a. It's on his single. Yeah, no doubt. Um, <laughs> Mookie just texted me. He said, talk about eating butts. <laughs> but before we do that, um, I wanted to ask Sky, have you heard the new Sean Price album? No. No, I have not. I've only heard one song. What? The one with uh, MF, MF Doom? Doom yeah, I heard the MF Negus. Yeah, that one's good. I'm not even positive that's on the album. It is. It is? Okay, cool. First of all, rest in peace, Sean Price. Yeah, rest in peace, Sean Price. You know what I mean? One of my favorite rappers ever. Ruckus, man. R.I.P. Ruckus. No doubt. Um, why don't we listen to that one? Neat, uh, yeah, the one with the MF Doom on this, <coughs> on Imperious Rex. Your moms. I ain't right in the head. I 
aim right for your head. Nigga, murder, death, kill. Sex, money, mayhem. Morning murder with the weapon. Step into the air. Believing me, Paul. The same way you believe in your God. Whether it's Allah, Jesus, or Master Farad. I mastered the bars. Bastard rats splattered your car. Vehicular homicide. Fuck's the matter with y'all. I will pop your noodle. If I don't do it, then rock and shoot you. One smack and you look bad. Backpack rapper strapped with crack in my book bag. I'm a nigga. That's what niggas do now. Wouldn't you like to be a nigga just like who? P. P. Stars, guns, no guitars, throw some blow on the table, bitches dancing on the bar, Nefertiti on the cable, piff coming out my pores, whip for the sniff, got you twitching at the jaws, went from dodging D's to the Florida Keys, secrets keep me from sleeping, I need more sour D's, fine tapestry at the gala in Napa, Sally had a one-track mind to be the queen of a trapper. Fuck rap, I tuck packs in my briefs That whack shit go against my beliefs LT on the LP, iron on the mic Who the fuck is I, guys? Nigga, fuck you likewise I ain't shit, my daddy wasn't either My mama told me different, but I never really We just wanted to be B-boys The ABCs of being a D-boy in Bucktown If you down with Ruck, you Ruck down Ruck down Cantasso, yo, you know the drill, mad drool, then gagaho. Super loogie, they super bougie. Club smack dab, right cheekbone, gooey, groovy, cool. Absolutely yucky, out your league, buddy. Before you take a stab at it, think deep and study. Get your crown spun around like Black Hawk down. Surrounded by the natives, we can hate you to the ground in town. Then freak show. Never no beef though. Tito Teo, Tito back and forth and whoosh, street throw. Fear the tension, prepare the trench can henchmen. They all eat quite well, vacations, pensions. <clears throat> Gotten horse from yelling four on the golf course. Scream broken and sped off in a drop pause. Doom on your hot sauce, take you out to deep water. Group hug, hey, who know the next time you see your daughter? Real slaughter. All right, that was um, that was uh, by Sean Price off the album Imperious Rex. Rest in peace, Sean Price. Yeah, rest in peace, Sean Price again. Um, um, we have some new guests in the studio. What you wanted to say something first? No, no, no. Uh, Just drop it. We had some new guests in the studio. Um, say what's up real quick right now. What's up, y'all? It's MC Pause. I'm in the building. Hey, this makes some noise. That probably annoyed people like, fuck. <laughs> What's up? It's Carlos G, a.k.a. Hella Fat. Hella Fat. Let's make some noise. What up? Anyways, boys. Um. Anyways, I was on the phone with Pause today. He said he wanted to come through. Tell the people some things. So I'm, yeah. I'm gonna let pause have the floor for a moment. 
Word. You can tell us about weekend, what you got going on. You know what I mean? What's up, dude? For sure. By the way, I like your tone today. Thank you. Sounds very mellow. Yeah, Um, just wait. So, MC Pause. You know what's Pause? Out here with with my boy Carlos G. Um, We've been in the lab working on a project Mm. this past summer. Working on a couple. um, But we're getting ready to release the first project it's a three track ep mm-hmm. and it's a um collaboration with my boy wavy crockett That's what's up. that i met in sonoma shout out to nick wavy crockett wavy um he threw me these three beats and i created these songs to them and just this is like this project is called uh heroism ep and the title track is called Heroism. It's the third song on the project, so the last song. And it's kind of like my first, like, try, like, putting, getting my feet wet and, like, experimenting with rap and, like, the lyrics and the beats and, like, not uh, trying something different, I guess. In my eyes, in my view, was trying no something doubt. different. And so I, the way I came out at the beats were different, you know, the way... I created the songs were different and I think it's just something I want to do like on the regular is to just release different things like this lane was just a collaborative project like I said with Wavy Crockett he had these beats that have that more that new new age sound that more uppity like up-tempo sound but mm-hmm. it still sounds hip-hop you know mm-hmm. and so I, that's that was my vision around it and um it's called heroism ep because i the last song is definitely the mo- the strongest one they're all they all have like their own like skeletons and like stuff like that they're all good um but the last song really kind of lays it down puts it on puts everything on the table and like lets people know like what i'm here to do mm. you know what we're here to do and stuff like that so hero heroism ep is coming out next friday um august 18th the day i leave for new york hey. so when i leave i'll leave you guys with something to to bump to bump while you're gone yeah um and all of that is leading up to my next project with uh one of the old soul collective producers gabe zapata Mm. We're dropping a four-track project that Professor Gable's on, actually. Oh shit, that's dope, dude. And um, yeah. And oh, one more thing about the three-track project coming out this Friday. Um, I actually have a feature on every song on all three tracks, so mm. I think that's pretty dope. That is pretty dope. Working are you gonna people. release the features, or are you gonna? Is it a surprise? Uh, I have um, my boy Chris G. Uh, I work with um, Jamestown. That's what's up. I have um, Cypher from Also Collective. Curbside. Curbside. My boy Cole Henry doing the hook. That's what's up. On one of those songs. Yeah. Um, And my and Trayvon on the hook for Heroism. Trayvon. I got some vocals on the track that's what's up it's gonna be dope um but yeah oh yeah one more thing about the three track ep that 
the, what I'm really excited for about this project in comparison to the other ones is that this is the first project that we actually like work in depth with the beats and the rhymes and the songs like we have the stems for all the vocals stems for mm. all the beats you know like we're actually mixing down all of the songs and That's making them dope. complete so i had i did that a couple for a couple of songs for the mixtape but this is the first time that i'm having a project that cohesive it's cohesive in that way exactly hey carlos that's what's up hey carlos what so up? so what is your role in this project specifically the three song ep like what do you heroism do? ep here heroism ep um so my main role is uh it's basically basically my role and my relationship with my collaborative you know relationship with martin is mm. that we uh I'm his lead engineer, meaning like I'm the one looking over, uh, you know, the delivery of all the the audio files, the mm -hmm. the tracking and the mixing and mastering process, mm -hmm. and basically any any like technical challenges that that uh, Martin needs done, I, I cover it in the studio just using Logic, and uh, that's some pretty up. pretty dope monitors. And uh, subwoofer at uh, the Bionics Studios. Shout out to Bionics. You know they help us out a lot by uh, giving me uh, the opportunity to collaborate in their space. No and, doubt. Um, so we just like, you know, we throw down. You know, we we really like our vibe is just like Martin will come in and uh, we talk, kind of catch up. Mm -hmm. We get to our, our uh, you know getting our vibe mm -hmm. and then we uh we'll, like we'll listen to tracks that are inspiring us right now mixes, mm -hmm. reference mixes like mm -hmm. tracks that we would want our songs to sound like uh in terms of like a mix down and mm. mastering and then that's dope and then what we do is we just go in we'll, we'll record his vocals we'll do like listening sessions we give each other critical feedback and uh just try to develop the project to be it's like it's uh at its best you know? that's hella dope do you ever like um do you ever like inquire or find interest in like the messages or meaning within like the lyrics that he creates oh yeah definitely i mean like now more than ever i i feel like that's a big thing big reason why i like working with with martin is that mm. <clears throat> he <coughs> excuse me he has a really clear direction with 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 his message and his concepts That's he, what's up. he's really da dabbling with this idea of like you know relationships love mm -hmm. uh connection uh you know to the inner self your community yeah six you know different uh aspects of like the the political climate right now That's what's up. locally and you know globally like he he's really hitting all those 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 points that um need to be heard contextually when it comes to like um you know young people coming out of the city hell yeah and like how how we look at it and 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 he's and i really feel like he's gonna enter the big the bigger dialogue with uh you know art artists and mcs around the world when he moves mm -hmm. to new york you know he's gonna be in the nexus of all that so you that's know, what's I'm, up let's I'm make so some noise for that great <laughs> speech <laughs> you know and then you know all i have to say martin i have to i always repeat this to him is just you know don't change 
don't change depending on how successful you get you know be consistent mm-hmm. like and be humble you know and like mm-hmm. that's that's really what's gonna take you the the complete distance mm-hmm. um, definitely but the most specific i mean i'm really i'm really uh excited to hear you know to release the final product and like hear it from hear feedback and stuff mm-hmm. i think feedback for me in terms of the technical process and the mixing mm. is like hearing that from many people within our community and then hearing it from like you know people that i play that i know who i play the music for who have never heard of martin and stuff like that mm-hmm. gives me a better idea of like where i need to go as that's an engineer what's too so that's what's just hearing that it's martin's bringing me along for the ride that's what's ready to go <laughs> and he's bringing me along yeah exactly. it's yeah it's totally you know it's totally uh you know uh it's it's you know we all we're all bringing each other up together so no doubt we both bring something very important to the table i can attest i've been in these <clears throat> sessions they're very cohesive intricate flowing <laughs> yep. you know what i mean yeah yeah so i'm i respect the uh the artwork gentlemen thank you yeah so peep it on soundcloud my soundcloud mc pause also collective soundcloud mm-hmm. um we got to figure out what we're gonna do in case soundcloud does suddenly disappear man we're gonna make fucking cds dude like like we used to we're and, gonna get yeah. it out any by any we're gonna make any channel, music any any avenue we can possibly find you know we're just gonna get it i think the the content like like that was another thing i was gonna say is me and martina have like a really like like you said cohesive like flow mm-hmm. like creating content and like mm-hmm. we know how to get that part done now it's like about strategizing Hell and yeah. getting it to as many people as possible and i said that on the last time but it, it's gonna be different you know once we kind of hear what people are listening to and right what, you know what songs stand out like what right what, um, I, what they like about the mixtape i think a three EP track ep is a cool idea too not a lot of people do that that's a good like a little snip is it a, is it is it a is it gonna be free are you gonna charge where where will it oh be? yeah it'll be free it's on soundcloud just soundcloud that's what's up yeah you guys should make a couple of cds and give me one sign it yeah <laughs> We'll yeah. see. We'll see. I mean, I still got to do a repress of the mixtape, so at least make make like fifty, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's always good to have a hard copy too. I feel like because, like, like my homie Jimmy Mack was telling me earlier, like yeah. people who still have car who have cars with CD players still like to bump them. They like to have the hard copy. Hell yeah, yeah, I think CDs CDs are gonna make a comeback in my opinion. Like. There's just something about it. Like, there's too many options nowadays, dude. And it's harder to hear projects because of it. Like, there's just, it's like, you know, why would I fuck with this, like, uh, this, like, CD when I can get a whole library on the internet? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely. It has that mentality, but I love it. CDs. Yeah, you know, and like, all the, all the major, like, streaming and, and digital downloading, they, they highly compress you know your audio file right which loses like tons of quality so any cd you know with high high quality wave files is gonna be like or aiff files better which are like high quality non-compressed files are gonna be have more dynamics and yeah stuff that, like you'll hear the different volume changes and different tonal changes exactly and way better 
It should make a comeback. Unless they come up with something that's hella more advanced that gets... They will. But they will. physical <laughs> copy is such an important I mean, part I'm, to me. You know what I mean? That you yeah, can like hold it in your hand. The tangibleness it around, of it makes it even more it. real. Yeah, like, when you just sure. click in hella buttons and shit, you just like read your text while you're listening to albums and fucking yeah. jerk yeah. off at the same time. I, you know what I, I mean? was uh, like, I was staying with my grandfather and I didn't have any like uh, any service. I couldn't you know use my iPod or anything, but I found his uh, collection of Cool in the Gang mm. and his Walkman. So I was uh, do- going around. CD? Yeah, no, no, no tape. Oh, so I was shit. hitting the Walkman and uh, he a gave me a. Tape? portable tape and he gave me another walkman and it just doesn't work but dude, his is I from the 80s those, dude. where do I, they have those listen to this i was gonna get you one two years what? ago or so i was at uh sam was talking to, we were fucking around and he was like do we we i i don't know who said it but we were talking about getting cd players again because i remember as a kid i used to go through so many of the the spine breaks ko like yeah. <laughs> but uh i found a walkman at the what's it called the Goodwill mm. over on Fillmore by the like across the street from the Burger King. Right. I, f- I found one there in like the package, dude. Yeah. In the package. I had no money on me except I had some cash at home. Then mm. I got home and it was already late. I was like, oh, it's closed. I'll go back tomorrow. Yeah, I was gone in the afternoon. Like, I'm sure they put that shit out in the day and someone smarter than me came across it. That's what's up, though, right on Skype. We'll find another one. They're available, I mean. Dude, but I just want to play tapes, dude. I think it's just the idea of, like, getting the object in your hand. Exactly. Collecting them. It it definitely sounds better. I'll I'll attest to that. The artwork is right there. Artwork. Hold it. You can look at it. You can collect. You can read it. Find out who's on it. Like, vinyl and shit even has a smell. Exactly. It's, like, better than the smell of money. Dude, fuck (laughs) it. No, totally better than the smell of money. It smells like... It smells... Fresh. Yeah, it just smells like that. It's amazing how plastic and packaged stuff can smell so fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like, dusty vinyl smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, I want to give shout out to Baghead. He's in here, sitting. How you doing, Bags? Great. He's making hand signals. That's good. Um, but yeah, vinyl does smell good. Um, I was thinking like... Uh, so does weed. Weed? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But I was just going to ask you guys real quick before we took our break. Um, what is some like new underground shit? that y'all are feeling it could be like your homies it could be like someone you heard on soundcloud or you know what i mean something in that lane rather than like hmm. like feel known like something like known, shit. yeah yeah rather than like known music you know what i mean oh, man. this is fat so fucking lamo but he's a cool ass producer his name's hella fat <laughs> no, somebody else. Somebody I like. Else. I'm just kidding. I'm just I like kidding. the kid. Uh, no, um, I think like uh, I don't know. Like I was just kicking it with my friend Jimmy Mack, man. Mm, like, Jimmy Mack, there we go. Some like mob music. It sounded like straight out of yeah. fucking early '90s, but uh, it was raw as fuck. And he said like TC had mixed his project down. Jimmy Mack did. Yeah. Or he, TC mixed down Jimmy Mack's project. Yeah, and That's he has dope. features from like. Adam Vita, Selassie, all those guys, you know, local cats, which is really dope. You know, like, 
It's really, really keeping it um, authentic sound to the bay. That's and like sure. I was, I was telling them that like you know, like every tw- 10, 20 years, you know, like certain styles come back around. Like you have newer artists sampling those those styles or those sounds, and I think mob music and like you know hyphy and like all this kind of psychedelic sounds that come out of the bay are like kind of having a a comeback, man. Mm. And like we all just we all need to think forward about like the production wise like what what is what is 2020 fucking shit gonna sound like you know that's what's up and jimmy mac's a good example there's a lot of stuff man i'm gonna play some jimmy mac in a second but before i do that pause what do you think um i'm trying to like think of who i would i wanted to say um but the other day my friend sent me like a mix of uh it's called behind the beat kendrick edition and the Mm -hmm. first song is the song that <clears throat> uh, Kendrick's producer sampled for Chapter Six on Section Eighty, and I found the song, and it's called "Hey" by this group King, which is like a, a trio of three black girls. Yeah, I just heard about King today. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah right. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, we should play that song maybe. Damn, Simone just told me about King. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, They're I'm gonna play. Sick. I'm gonna play Jimmy Mac, and then I'm gonna play King. Okay. Cool. We'll be back. This is Big Profits featuring Adam Vita by Jimmy Mack. Trying to live lavish and get cabbage I've been savage, a long way from average I don't like to brag and boast, but it's not even close I've been killing these rappers' hopes Writing timeless quotes Designing the finest ear candy ever recorded I got game for sale for those that can't afford it They say time is money and well, mine's expensive My rap career has been my wisest investment My rise has been surprising, but I was raised to survive I grew up around hella dudes that aren't even alive We got game in the 415 and hella style I can snap on any track because i'm versatile versus worth a couple thou really they're priceless with a pen and pad i'm one of the nicest straight from the ssc more game than a referee with the clock ticking i got this it's all on me i'm getting back to the point staying on topic i'm after chips currency stocks big profits san francisco is where i learned to spit flows control mics and get big stacks when i rip shows i'm getting back to the point staying on topic i'm after chips currency stocks big profits san francisco is where i learned the spit flows control mics and get big yeah. stacks when i yeah. rip shows hey, yo my team finna bubble no going pop hit the gas until we crash or the motor stop just ask jemmy he brought the remy i was folding guap in the telly twisting the smelly smoking oakland pot teething with pros the dopest flows what i'm known to jot if you bought a map of the globe and circle cities of the shows i rock it would look a lot like a lady with freckles wearing a polka dot dress oh yes homie i blow up spots need knots partner sailor style for the paper me and my gators on the caper now pitching heat even the cleanup hitters can never play me foul soaking up game like it's a stain on the paper towel wow another level when i elevate the haters be like elevators tell them i feel hella great when i sell a million on my single i'ma celebrate till then it's back to real music let me demonstrate i'm getting back to the point staying on topic i'm after chips currency stocks big profits san francisco is where i learned to spit flows control mics and get big stacks when i rip shows i'm getting back to the point staying on topic i'm after chips currency stocks big profits san francisco 
is where I learned to spit flows. Control mics to get big stacks when I rip shows. Alright, that was uh, Big Profits by Jimmy Mac, <coughs> Jimmy Mac featuring Adam Vita. Shit was pretty dope. I wonder who made that beat. I'm definitely going to find that shit out. Alright, but now we're about to play King. One sec, they spell their name hella crazy. King. Man. Martin, where is this shit? What are they called? Yeah. K-I-N-G in capital letters. Hey. Two thousand eleven. Yeah. Here we go. Hey, by King. Hey, it's true 
My main question is, and obviously, with no, no disrespect here, a lot of people listening might not have any clue who you are. Yeah, so, yeah. who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm Marlon Kraft. I'm a kid from Hell's Kitchen, New York City. Every stage I'm on, they show me love, homie. You can feel it, it's electric, I'm the plug, homie Knowing what they say behind closed doors and they bugged, homie So I don't really give a fuck, homie I ain't the one to hold my tongue, I ain't at all bashful They never call you on your bullshit like LeBron Travis How you gon' free yourself if you don't see your own shackles? I ain't along for the ride, I'd rather carjack you You barking up a tree, you can't get down from it 
We don't speak the same English, I don't want your pounds, son The big homies told me the weak ones be the loud ones And they ain't always follow their own rules when it counts But I still learn, couldn't fuck with my curricula Calculus in school on the block is sweet and liquor Bro, don't never play the victim, throw the hands when your numbers call Be versatile, take it to the rack when your jumper stalled Yeah, see I've had to learn the game quickly Got a little buzz now, but I ain't trying to stay tipsy They all want picks, but I know this shit is all pixie The fame ain't real, I don't let that shit at all Ship me chicken wings and shrimp Fried rice was like 450, now they want four for a slice. You can all lick these nuts. Give a fuck if my bar's trendy. What? It's that New York gritty staircase with a blunt. I'm from New York. I'm from New York City. I'm from New York. I'm from New York City. I'm from New York. I'm from New York City. I'm from New York. I'm from New York City. I'm from New York. I'm from New York City. I'm from New York. I'm from New York City. I'm from New York. I'm from New York City. I'm from New York. Shouts to Harlem, I was up at Millbank hitting jumpers It felt like we was bumping dips set for seven summers Back when we were hooping, chicken noodle souping Meeting at McDonald's on two-fifths like every weekend Shouts to Park on Riverside where we was getting high ACG boots in the wintertime, man it's cold out Rockin' Biggie's bumpin' Biggie when the snow's out Freestylin' all summer weather, bring the flows out I took some lumps, I always had to deal with some pain I did a lot just to avoid that fuckin' one train I learned a lot about this life and how it ain't fair I just want my net worth to be like MTA fares Rapidly increasing cause this traffic isn't cheap So motherfuck your fashion week I'm reminiscing back when we was drinkin' 40s on the roof Talkin' about all we had to prove This is New York City, this is home, who are you? I'm from New York, I'm from New York City I'm from New York, I'm from New York City I'm from New York, I'm from New York City I'm from New York, I'm from New York City I'm from New York, I'm from New York City I'm from New York, I'm from New York City I'm from New York New command C on everything I speak. Y'all looking weak for the times they have a drop of no food to touch my teeth. Bit my tongue out of hunger. Take your life while you slumber. Ain't how much toys when I grew up was plucking vultures in summer. Pulling cases, my basketball in the park in July. RP first, they killed him on his own block in July. RP versus every day for like a hundred Julys. NYPD barely ever gave a fuck if you die. Let's shoot a fair one for the injustice. I go group hug Gamora with my ribs touching. Fuck a dis. Discussion. I should punch you in your mouth for that ignorance. My tongue is drenched, got holy water on my cigarettes. White light on flow verse, shorties keeping 40s and 40 clips for a ghost first. Crackheads with switchblades, not when I walk. You think it's English, but it's God when I talk. Radimus. I'm from New York. I'm from New York City. I'm from New York. I'm from New York City. I'm from New York. I'm from New York City. I'm from New York. Oh, e. Fuck them shits. I done came a long way. 
from the livid and the lonely Mr. Fuck what they told me I was living like they owe me Young drunk stairway pisser man I swear I was a six All I wanted was some more cheeks OD holy Oh my god I try to tell them that I'm here right now Said oh my god I try to quell up all their fears right now We don't got time for the tears right now Just forget how everything appears right now Cause the future ain't never been as near for real So will you please grab a gentleman Four wings and homemade icy, I've been shiesty Holding weight, the worst round A bad seed like a facing Golden State first round Drown in that brown water Still rhyming like I'm holding headphones to the mic Or sound recorders Like I'm still selling punchlines Eyes red, cutting rules in the lunch line With crows in the North Face jacket I know this an oxymoron But y'all are straight faggots Nowadays MCs is hardly rhyming they must got stage right like Carly Simon. Your soul pain, stick the knife in your torso pain. Turn around, feed you horse, slow man. Man, these whores are so lame. They rock the Rana shirts in the hood, but they don't know cocaine. Rappers drop their take free to walk into these label meetings. Singing, rape me, I'm an escapee. Find me a KP like Utica, Utica, Utica. Saying rhymes, I don't know what they therapeutica. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I spit it on sore drums. But once that's hard, we just rhyming, 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 just rhyming. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, marathon bars, who wants spar with the guards? Just rhyming, 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 just rhyming. Let me get you dying in order. My mother and father was probably firing water. I come through the skies and my wild and my wise. Eyes are the window to the soul, no lie. I can look in the mirror, might see an extra dude. On my reflection move, turn niggas vegetable. I could be ten states away and get next to you. It's odd, but it's hard when the gods start blessing you. Spooky is the areas, hope so. I can smell a bitch on the period. Shit is dead serious. A few ghost writers, an angel and a demon, and some lost souls screaming like the weed, cause I'm fiending. King in my past life, died for my freedom, and my Martin and my royal. Nigga, that's for you to you guess. guess Never been to Budapest Every day's a Budapest day. I ain't hell real, but niggas know I'm a Ruger rep know. My new style and your old true Greeting and Whole Foods <laughs> Slow, dude, way before Pro Slow, Tools dude. I walked around with a Pro Tool 38 special, yeah, the ghost was so cruel From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard I spit it on soft drums On ones that's hard, we just rhyming Rhyming, rhyming Microphone bully. Ghetto to ghetto to backyard to yard. Marathon bars. Who wants spar with the guards? We just rhyming. We just rhyming. We just rhyming. Turn it up. Check. Hold the applause. Who wanna spar? I got the raffle on when I rap the saw. Still doing some assaults with my eyelids. And even with my eyes closed, can't do what I did. No. Still waking up and asking, Lord, can I live? They never liked us, wanna see us up in Rikers Island uh, Illuminati want me for my mind, soul, and body Only if these niggas knew they feared the wrong posse mentally disturbed yeah. A menace to sobriety until I leave this earth A tenant to society and which is even worse uh, I can see the hearse, yeah. parked outside the church That's my gift and my curse, shit I'm on a mission, keep an eye for opposition Niggas tryna stick a foot in rap position But Joey never hiding, be ready when you find him My niggas won't hesitate Take to escalate for now, we just rhyme. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> that was. <clears throat>
year old Drew just rhyming featuring Styles P and Joey Badass. Now to me that's just like that's fucking awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like year old Drew he can spit. You know what I mean? Like out of like the new rap people that have came out in the past whatever 10 years like he's one of those dudes that actually is like really well <coughs> does well does well you know what i mean lyrically and uh cadence wise yeah and um and then like for that someone like him to like just get styles p who's like the og you know what i mean and he's like one of the best ever in my opinion and then Joey Badass, who, like, is the best of the new to me. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking... So I just want... So I was just thinking, like, what do you guys think of songs like that? Like, and, and collaborations and, like... And when, when, like, what are some, like, really dope collaborations that you remember? Like, with three rappers on one beat. You know what I mean? Kind of shit. Yeah. I know that there was this one song uh, that we actually saw brand nubian do um or not brand nubian but like sadat x has a verse on uh this one song i forget what it's called i think it's called like rem actually i can't recall the name right now but it's like him common and talib oh, sadat shit. x common and talib and, yeah it's definitely a crazy combination and uh sadat x did his verse off of that song um when we saw brand nubian so oh, it's just shit. like that's what I've always like. That's one of the things that I fall in love with hip hop or w when I fell in love with hip hop that I appreciated the most is just like going to the shows and them doing the livest ones, them doing the grooviest beat, the instrumental, the ones with the grooviest instrumentals, the ones that like really like hypnotize you and like get you like feeling the music, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, that just reminded me of that. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. That's what, that's a good track for me, I guess. What about you, Baghead? Um, I mean, I can't really think right now, but this is that song, Respiration, with Black Star in common. Which is a really he said Respiration. I think your mic's not working, but Respiration, you said? With Black Star. Huh? Can you hear me? No. Can you hear me? No. Can you hear me? No. Maybe it's the mic. Yeah, you gotta talk I think the mic's off. Yo! Yeah. <laughs> All right, got a mic. That's I was good. saying the song, the song "Respiration" off the Black Star album, yeah. which is um, Most Def, Talib, and um, Common. That song's hella sick. They're just talking about like the city, and damn, because like Most Def and Talib are from New York, they're both from Brooklyn, and Common's from Chicago, and they're both just kind of talking about like the way they feel about a city. No doubt, how the city breathes. Um, that's crazy because both of you said Common and Talib Kweli. Well, the reason I said I can't think but <laughs> Common, so I was like, oh, Common's in that one song with three people. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought of because um, the Joey was just in that other song, the Joey Badass song with Freddie Gibbs, um, Carry On, which yeah, also produced song, by Static, yeah. so it's kind of a trio. That's a good ass song. That's a really good song. Yeah, it's cool to see collaboration, like especially when you don't expect it. Yeah, you know, like a song with like Mac Miller and Ch uh, Chief Keef. Like I was like, I didn't really expect that. Yeah, that song was sick. Yeah, you know? what's that one with Mac Miller, Hundred Stacks? Absol oh yeah, At Mac Miller, Absol and School. That's a sick song. That's what about sick. you, Carlos? 
Uh, I was, I mean, just off the top of the head, I was thinking like E40 and Turf Talk. Mm, <laughs> yeah, I think definitely. any song they do pretty much slaps. Together. Yeah, because like E40 has that kind of low, ooh, you know. And yeah, then Turf Talk just has that that kind of like snarkiness that like yeah. direct na, 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 like yeah <laughs> i think they make a lot of slaps together and like i think in the, around the high free movement they were like the underrated ones mm-hmm. like, turf talk was like one of the ones who i thought stood out the most lyrically like beat wise and everything no so, doubt yeah turf talk's <laughs> hella crazy i heard a song that had master p snoop dogg and mystical Mike, what about you? Yeah, talking to Mike. Scenario. Scenario. There you go. The quick, the quick gym. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I'm like the bridge. Four, three, two, one's pretty many. That's the one with the. Uh, LL Cool J, Method Man, Red Man, uh, DMX, and Cannabis, right? Oh, shit. And then that's where <laughs> Cannabis and LL kind of battle on the song. Or, start, or like, yeah, it was Manny. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyways. Well, song like KRS, Kanye, Rakim. That's classic. That's a good song. Yeah, that's a good-ass song. That's the one where Karish one stuck the mic in my face and I knew all the lyrics. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it was sick. What happened after that? When I was in Yoshi's Oakland and Karish one was there and he uh he did that song and I knew all the lyrics <coughs> and I was like saying the lyrics <coughs> in the front row. <coughs> and then um and then uh his hype man like stuck the mic in my face. And uh, and then I was just like doing the verse while Karis one was doing the verse, and then Karis one just stopped doing it, and I did like the last two bars. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then later he was doing this other song called The Invaders, that was like a newer song that uh, I knew all the lyrics to just by chance, kind of. I just heard it all the times, and um. It's a dope song too And then so the guy like Pulled me on stage And then I just started like Doing his like Backups For like what? For like three bars Or something Yo why didn't you tell this story Last time man I don't know We're It happened It this happened a while ridiculous. ago Yeah <laughs> So you basically Rocked a set with KRS <laughs> For like For like seven seconds Unannounced shit Yeah, yeah What happened after the show KRS featuring Professor Gable Nothing happened after the show Oh someone ca- oh, this, this woman came And gave me a necklace And was like This is from KRS And I had the necklace And wore it hella For a hella long time You still have it? That's sick as fuck I don't I don't have it Oh you lost it? Nah but it it, it it like I was just wearing it one day and it just broke. Yeah, it was crazy. They say that like when a piece of jewelry breaks, it's a superstition, but when the jewelry breaks, it's like there's a, a change in your life that's happening. Mm, yeah, a that, change, a big change. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that makes hella sense. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, that happened. Shout out to Karis one. We should play some Karis that's one just because we told that story. Like, he's a, he's a. Also, I mean, it's just like dumb because, like, generally, like all around, it just seems like a really like 
solid positive dude man yeah like, to everyone he treats everyone the same like that it's, it's the teacher awesome. bro he's the teacher and on september 23rd he's gonna be at the jazz cafe in london just cool. throwing that out there so if you're in london you're in London. I'm about to play this song. Speaking of collaborations, I'm about to play this song by him with Redman and Angie Martinez rapping. And then after that, I'm going to talk to you guys about why Outside Lands sucks. All right. That sounds like a good segue. <laughs> All right. Fuck Outside Lands. If you don't move back, we're going to turn this music off, and that's my word. Outside Lands. This segment is called Fuck Outside Lands. So I'm gonna pretend like I'm writing a letter to Outside Lands. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Dear Outside Lands, <laughs> fuck you. You scammed me. You scammed my friend. You scammed the, all the hip hop heads that came from all over the bay. Some people even came from New York. There was a lady when we were getting our wristbands for Saturday on Friday who apparently spent a thousand dollars to fly to San Francisco to see Tribe at Outside Lands. Fucking, she's a she was a she had a VIP pass and Damn, everything for bro. real. And like, the other people drove out, you know, just to see Tribe. They had to cancel or call in sick or whatever for work wow. for the next day because they had to go see Tribe the next day, you know, and like. Yeah. So I like luckily didn't have anything to do on Saturday and I wasn't gonna do anything and then unfortunately Tribe didn't show up on Friday and that pissed a lot of people off. It got postponed and you know that's already like kind of skeptical in my mind like the fact that they didn't show up to their thing. We're in the front. It's y yesterday. Saturday. Saturday. So, you the, the, so they gave you, you, you got in the next day. They said they were going to come the next day. They said they were going to perform at seven at this other stage. So we we're all there with the anticipation of seeing Tribe. At seven o'clock. It was like 6.30 between, it was the time between K Tronada and, and Tribe was supposed to go on. We we're waiting for in anticipation, getting closer to the front. And all I wanted to see was the, the card in the little frame changed from Katronada to a Tribe Call Quest. They saw they took out the Katronada card and they never brought out a Tribe Call Quest mm. one. Dude, they were even like projecting a Tribe Call Quest shit before Katronada set. Yeah. They're projecting their light lighting and stuff. That's true, I hella forgot about that. And even Katronada said, Y'all ready for a Tribe Call Quest? Yep. Yeah. He's yeah, like, I can't believe it. Yep. Yeah. And then they had so many like production flaws too. Like the sound wasn't on point at some point. Certain people set. Doctor Octagon when Dell came on, they totally fucked up on the mics. Like, like you, you were like way in the back and you could, it was just muffled, or even yeah. up in front, like it was just muffled. Yeah. You couldn't hear the snare drums. You couldn't hear shit. So at some point, so like the crowd was like hella pushing towards the front, like just ready to go. Then they didn't even announce it on the mic or anything. They announced it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So how the fuck are you supposed to know to check Twitter to know what's going on right, right then and there when they're about to go on? Wait, yeah. so they everyone, now, they everyone just got tribe. They didn't. They didn't go on stage. They didn't say anything. They just. They just said it on Twitter. And they were and they were setting up for another person. I knew something was up when I saw four CDJs on the table and not two turntables. I was like, Alishahi Mohammed don't use no CDJs. But anyway, so the Twitter, the Twitter message is sent. All havoc is breaking loose. Not really. Everyone's just like, oh, boo, and then everyone goes and finds someone else to watch. You know, the people who right. were just there just because. It's a thing to do. Yeah, people are just like, boo, okay, let's go to the next act. They just hella, like, disregarded it, man. I felt like staying and fucking, if everyone was down the stage, just like, no one was yelling, no one was demanding it, nothing. Everyone just kind of, like, accepted it. Bro. Yeah. Hella fast, and it was just so disappointing, man. In other words, outside land isn't for, for us, bro. Did y'all see Dell do his, like, impromptu performance <laughs> i saw him do a song with dr octagon what song 
I don't know. It was like a new song, I guess. He didn't do any of his songs, though. No. I heard that he, like, he had a, like his own like little set somewhere. So not little, but just, just like random. With who? Like, well, yeah, he did because he was he's with the Gorillas too. Yeah. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I someone. I don't know. <laughs> you know more about what happened in Outside Lands than we did, and we were there. Right. Yeah, a lot of the time it was just like walking around, being like, "Who am I gonna see next?" And like, hella bands that I don't know, man. It just wasn't popping. It was just a lot of people just walking around. And while we were waiting for Tribe, there was these drunk-ass white kids who were in front of us for a while, and one of them actually peed in a water bottle and tried to pour out the pee, like, on the grass, and then the other, this other kid grabbed the cap and, like, twisted it on, like, threw it. put it on the water bottle and threw it across the crowd, like, out, like, towards the outside. I fucking fucked up and disrespectful. So yeah, we're already getting ready to I mean, and let, me, let me throw this out there, man. Fuck Outside Lands. And fuck that fucking motherfucker representative at the winery trying to fucking push me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I'm trying fuck to fucking him. work and earn my way in to see Tribe, man. No fucking big deal. And and the only thing that irritated me, that kept me like solid and not overreact when this motherfucking pushed me. He pushed you. Was that and cussed me out? Yeah, this dude that we thought he was my boss or some shit. Basically. Is that I just in my mind I was like, man, I'm here to see Tribe and like, what is Tribe actually about? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, what do they yeah. represent? You know, just keep it cool, keep yeah. it collected, and keep it moving, man. Yeah, like, I don't have, we don't have any more time for that shit. Oh, another note, they had no local, they had no like local stage or like local type of like showcase of artists. I feel like that's very much needed when you have like so much of a concentration yeah. of people and musicians in one place. Yeah, to totally disregard our scene that we have going here right we have plenty of talent they could have put us on there's no kind of love out there man that's hella true it's whack outside lands you don't care about us the real people of san francisco the people who built that park so that you can throw that event you guys take advantage and just like you're displacing you guys are the part of the problem q-tip probably didn't want to have his last show in a festival with people who don't understand tribe on that mm. respect i feel that they didn't understand how to deal with the sensitive group like a tribe cough quest mm. it's like you're trying to get the jackson five all to perform together or something mm. like that's how i see it in my mind as right. a hip-hop head you know it's like it's hard right it's hard they don't want to be there they're doing it out of their like will out of their love for fife and for fans but mostly fife you know mm. they love their fans but this music stuff has really taken a toll on them yeah and it's crazy how much it has that they it's hard for them to even do this thing anymore this mm. thing that they created and helped flourish and created a whole new lane and to for artists like us like tribe is us you know also collective is tribe bro yeah, like we're no like doubt. a seed of what they wanted to do of the native tongues legacy like mm -hmm. that's how I, that's how deeply i am like like in this and so like i don't you know i paid 170 dollars because i was always said it didn't matter how much money it is to see tribe like i just want to see them yeah and the fact that that didn't even happen and you know like there's nothing that they can do it, on their fucking website it says lineup subject to change no refunds sales mm. are all final you know from the get-go like 
it's like they're like teasing you almost like mm. it's almost like or at least that's how it felt you know with yeah. at least with the people who were there for tribe you know like yeah definitely they really like ruined people and so and i'm not blaming tribe i already know tribe i love tribe and they don't know tribe right. obviously they don't know how to work with people who are not even trying to do this thing anymore because it's hard to touch tap back in to that mindset right. and five dog was the one that brought him back to that mindset for that last album and you know five lived in the bay for a minute he lived in oakland like that's why he went to that day lost soul show when we were there yeah. and saw him and, you know luckily we we're able to like see him physically yeah, in physical form too. right yeah that was once dope. hella close up too. hella close up right there and so outside lands i feel like really doesn't care about the hip-hop fans mm. they just want people who are gonna pay money and people who want to just spend a, a ridiculous amount of money on fucking a three-day festival and it's not even outside lands is now has that reputation that doesn't matter who's on the lineup like as soon as tickets are on sale before they even like announce who's gonna be performing people buy them immediately because it's a three-day festival where everyone gets drunk and has fun everything's overpriced yeah. and you're just there with your it's like a place you're supposed to be at even if you're not trying to be there right even if you don't feel exactly. comfortable you feel obligated because the people you know the people that you hang out with are all there and you have to be in the in the scene you don't want you don't want to have fomo fear of missing out and shit like that yeah. you know i fucking that wasn't the reason why I originally i wasn't going to see tribe i just thought that i could see them now that they were performing but since they announced that this was going to be their last run like i was like all right fuck it like let's go and outside lands just really disappointed me man that's really out of all the things like it's like a type of feeling when you're walking around and you're just like when you just sense people's energy and you sense like just the vibe of the environment it like kind of just made me cringe a little bit yeah like people were really kind of disrespectful you know the fucking production company didn't really deliver what they promised to, mm -hmm. to hip-hop heads to the and the majority of, of the people that I saw people of color that were there were there to see tribe too and it's right. like blood like we're in this place position where it's like you know that's just not affordable for us but like as fans and like being able to connect with a tribe called Quest speaks on um, and through their art form is like really important to us the mo uplifting us yeah. out here and I felt like I don't know what happened behind the scenes, but I just felt like it was just uh, a kind of like a, a disrespect to our community, man. Mm. Hip hop community, all the people that paid to go see them. Um, just like, you know, they could, they could have, they had a chance to do something fucking crucial in history, man. But they fucked it up. <laughs> mm. fuck, fuck that, you know? It's not right And I think like You know Just in another way In another You know We need to start building Our own Outside lands man A festival no Or some type of shit Cause we have so much Fucking talent here dude Yeah That we can Draw all the same amount Of people But like 
not necessarily or maybe not even a crowd that massive that was another factor is like a crowd that massive made it made it uncomfortable to be there dude mm-hmm. it was just like you just felt like you were being herded yeah through this fucking yeah. crowd of people dude yeah and and like everything was overpriced like martin said everything was just really not affordable to just regular working people which are like the majority of people that really could relate to tribe's music on a different Word. level on a deeper level so i don't know that's how i felt it was hurtful fuck outside lands you know yeah if i make it to a platform where i can do huge productions like that ever with me and martin you guys mm-hmm. if we ever have the opportunity to do some big time shit like that it's 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 time it's it's time for us now to like step up to the table and do shit like that yeah definitely. that's what really inspired me about just the, the failure of that and like and also seeing other artists there shine too like yeah. there was other sh- artists that we got to see rock like dr octagon i saw Kate we saw k trinata and um bomba stereo you know mm-hmm. there was other bands people of color or like di- uh diverse styles of music but it was like just not enough representation overall and you know it's really uh showing their lack of appreciation for like where actually where a lot of this music comes from yeah. the, the pop music the indie music rock and roll i mean it, all of those sounds are appropriated from the inner city mm-hmm. from people of color you know, no who, who pioneered those movements definitely i mean it's all appropriated and it's people coming from other places to to consume music that is appropriated by our people but we can't even afford to go and see it and appreciate it ourselves mm. to enjoy it i mean shit man yeah for real where 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 do we draw the line man like as far as like you know giving them the opportunity to take over an entire park where motherfuckers chill and hang out yeah and like enjoy just harmony mm-hmm. with the city and like where we go to relax and now it turns into this fucking masquerade of a show yeah. i just think it's really ridiculous man and and you know outside lands can just stay outside of san francisco man they like, stay out of san francisco yeah. outside of the land and that's the- stay out of here like throw some throw some shit like that in marin or some shit man like oh, isn't fucking it, Mike? take it out there the biggest thing yeah the biggest thing is that when i say outside lands is not for us it's it's not for the working class it's not for the working people who work hard for their money that it's not for the people who could just easily or who it's not for the people who work hard for 170 dollars to buy one ticket to see their artists that they wanted to see because they're going to pay the price because that's their this corporation outside lands because that's what they are they're a corporation they're they're right. like funneled through another system and da, da, da. like you know they're the ones that they don't they don't want people who work hard to get that money they they attract people who spend 170 dollars a night you know going out mm-hmm. you know they have 170 dollars to spend and then if they're artists that they wanted to see really bad didn't show up then it's okay because it doesn't matter to them because they're just there to have fun yeah people are still like st- stuck in the fog and i think this experience really helped me like see through the haze a little bit and see through the distractions and the imitations and stuff so yeah don't spend 170 dollars on outside lands if you work hard for your money and don't go work undervalue work for outside lands Mike. to try to get in because that's my mistake don't learn don't uh, learn from my mistake don't do that ever fucked up i fucked up <laughs> 
Uh, well, um, hi everybody, I'm Mike. Um, uh, I've been to like, I've been to music festivals at least 12 times now. And like, going to Coachella, EDC, Outside Lands, fucking Hard Summer, Rock the Bells, uh, the Monterey Jazz Festival. There's hella like ridiculous shit. And like, Outside Lands, they just, they just fuck up with the lineup. And I think like, the lineup brings the people. And it's like, mm-hmm. anytime there's like a good ass lineup, like Rock the Bells and like Camp Flogna were like my two favorite ones. Cause like, there's hella, they hella respected soul and hip hop music. Like, that was like their priorities within that. Like if it wasn't a hip hop artist, it was somebody who was like very closely related to hip hop that would be in those in those spots. Yeah. So I mean that that's just like festivals for us, but like I don't know. Outside Lands always tries to play hip hop and soul music like it's like one type of thing. So like it'll be like a lineup of like all these like random indie white artists, like and then like a sprinkle yeah. of soul. Just like okay, one year we'll have Kendrick and uh, like Anderson Pack, and then everybody else be different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, one year they had just had, like, D'Angelo headline. This year, what? A Trap Called Quest, uh, Action Bronson, and Solange, and Schoolboy Q. Mm-hmm. Right? But, like, out of, like... Oh, that's this year? Solange was there? Solange was there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that is, that is many. I don't know. I just feel like we shouldn't uh, just Thundercat do a also. You know what I mean? Thundercat. Yeah, Thundercat. I mean, the Thundercat and all of them did a great job. I mean, they really fucking shined up there. And that was dope. That was inspiring. But, like, I, I really, I agree. You know, they, they fucked up with the lineup. I mean, and, and a lot of even these indie bands that, like, maybe hip-hop heads haven't heard of, it doesn't resonate. But they're also, like, on the top, and the some of the headliners were just, like, were at their shine, like, a long time ago. Like, like 2014 hot artists. You know, why didn't have, they have like fucking Jay Z or fucking Frank Ocean or some motherfucker that that can cross over to both audiences, man? The headline yeah. and I mean, Tribe had that chance. I mean, had the um, platform, chance. but you know, obviously, I'm not gonna go on. I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're right though. I mean, I, I feel like hip hop runs pop culture. Hip hop runs like it's one of the most influential things ever in the planet, and like. When you go to a music festival like that, everybody's dressing the way they dress because of hip-hop culture. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, all of you guys would slap some hip-hop right now if you could. But, you know, I don't know. It's not giving its due. A hip-hop album hasn't won a Grammy. Hasn't won Best Album of the Year since Lauryn Hill's Miss Educational Lauryn Hill. Mm. So are you telling me that, like, there hasn't been a dope-ass rap album that hasn't been Album of the Year since the 90s? Fuck no. There's been so many good albums since then. Definitely. The Love Below actually won Best Album of the Year. And The Love Below. Excuse me. But still. <laughs> I was 04. It's been 13 years, yo. But to be able to... It's but a long-ass time. But, <laughs> but I always feel like to be able to appeal to those those uh, those judges of the, the Grammy Academy and to other... These these promoters and these, these pr- production... These producers is like... These hip-hop artists need to have an alternative feel. You know what I mean? They need to have like an alternative side of them where it's not just like the gritty, grimy shit that we resonate with that we see every day here in the city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got to sound like it's from the future. And which I like. I mean, stylistically, it's fucking dope. But it's like never about like. And then another thing is like hip hop started on fusing other genres yeah, together. Sure. And 
and just the idea of this fusion just being appropriated and stolen it was like and now you hear hip hop in so many other genres even fucking country is doing some little 808 licks here and there you're like what the fuck yeah it's true it's many I mean I guess that's kind of like a purist hip hop purist kind of no, opinion I mean, it's real. I mean it's really happening but it's like you know it's you know it's just kind of like just disappointing I don't know how is um how is the gorillas? The gorillas are really dope. They uh they put on a really good show. They had like a choir of like a twenty member band, fucking mm. rappers coming through. It was dope. And Dell really came? Yeah, Dell came. That was like they like did like an encore. They, they like stepped off stage for like ten minutes, they came back and then just performed with Dell. I was like, What? Mm. Like damn, that was tight as fuck. 10 minutes? Damn. That's yeah. a long time. Yeah, it was dip. And everybody was like, still cheering for them to come back. That's so. sick. I'm about to go see Dale in New York. <laughs> Dale York? Where, where at? Brooklyn Bowl. And Richie Cunning is going to open for him. Damn, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's a dope-ass show. In New York. Yeah. <laughs> so when are they going to throw a hip-hop, like a real hip-hop festival in the city of San Francisco, man? I think Rolling um, Loud is actually kind of working on that right now. Rolling Loud? Yeah. Who's what, that? That's a magazine, no? It's a, um, actually, I don't know, I have no idea what the I mean, there is. there are some hip-hop shows, you know, no Selma doubt. Selma Street Art Food Festival, what? They've been doing a lot of shows there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've heard, I've heard about that too. Yeah, there's been some shows, but I mean, like big but scale, festival, man. Big scale, man. Like, I don't know. Let's do it. I mean, I don't. I just. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> we have to like have a meeting outside the radio station. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, if you build it, they will come. Man. I don't know. It's it's a lot of can't, work, man. Can't put up our our plots on the air. No. No. Well, we'll Oh yeah, Hyro Day. Shout dude. out to Hyro Day. Shout out to Hieroglyphics. What's your favorite Hyro song? Anybody that knows their favorite Hyro song, no, say it. No nuts. No nuts. Um, what's that one that go? I think it's called A Plus. Yeah, A Plus. Yeah, that song A Plus is sick as fuck. A plus. That's no, it's not the first song. It's like it has this little whistle in the beginning. Yeah. Or this flute. It's like boom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's so much in my day about that better. Yeah, it has hella he reverb and shit. Oh, that's so sick. Martin, what's your favorite Hyro song? <laughs> um, what is it called? Make a move. Make your move. Make your move. Classic one. Satchel, what about you? Say it in the mic. Um, shift shape. Shift shape. It's a good one. I'm gonna play Festo. Just bring Tri back to Frisco. All, all the yeah. top barrier promoters, man. Just bring them back. Yeah. The real city will support it, man. Still, yeah. I think they'll sell I don't out. Think the fans are that mad at Tribe. Not at all. We love Tribe. Land. We love Tribe. We love you, Tribe. 
please, please come back. Come back. Tip. We, we got yeah. sound waves. Scalping. Tickets to my show for $20 more than face value pays. Hurt my vows on you, Hollikins, Marlin Gaze. I'm just a tornish off the microphone, sharp as a spade. Bring my plans to fruition with intuition on tuition. The hieroglyphic organized for one the spot with Sam Blast. Grandiloquence, eloquent, talented like balance beam medalist. The seismic, high fidelity poltergeist in your amplifiers. Busting from the top like snipers. Niggas hype, ventilated the sight of the arch nemesis. When Festo D walks the premises, I leave a rumor, fired like tootin'. Common with premonitions like Corona, Mr. Vice is incisive. And still be rocking the mic with arthritis. Then blow the sleeve off the shirt, cause you'll need a life vest to survive this. Any anonymous character from Bay Area 51 to Copernicus. A turn and kiss the concrete. Or be impaled on a static mic. With the slightest impulse, I'm hair trigger. Explode and reconstitute with vigor. Put the mic in the deck, crane like the vigilante. Manhandling your crime family like Stan Lee. Brandy niggas with a high roll. Simulin' adrenaline is hallucinogenic. By the time the ambulance roll up with pharmaceuticals in it, they won't be able to identify it. Dental records on laser discs, CD, tape, or vinyl. The high roll, living play the iron curtain. Drop the gavel on your gangster battle and face the verdict. And we're back on Old Soul Radio. Hey, Mike. Um, Mike. That concludes the segment of Fuck Outside Lands. So, Mike, uh-huh. what's your favorite part about what's what's been good about being a comedian lately? Um, making people laugh at like stuff that I already kind of think is like foolish. Like, I'm like pretend the microphone is my penis is like one of my favorite things to do because I'm just like yeah. if you laugh at this you have like an like an elementary school yeah. like type of humor like it's such a classic thing it's such an easy I don't know dude I think that's pretty funny thanks no, I, oh, oh, me too I think it's hilarious but it's like I think it's hilarious that other people think the gross shit I think is funny too exactly and that's my favorite part I think about comedy in general I'm like oh you think this shit is funny you don't think I'm fucked up now um <laughs> do you eat ass I've yeah, I mean, there was this one time that uh, it was just there, and I was hungry. I was. Did it actually like quench your hunger? A little bit. No, not at all. There was a little bit of poop that came out. Really? Yeah. That probably quenched your hunger. Did. It was pretty. It was pretty chunky, so it was went down well. Right. I know. What do you think is healthier, like eating shit? Or drinking water pee. <laughs> oh. Drinking pee actually is healthy, right? Uh, nah. It has the ability to hide your energy. Hide your energy? Oh. Just a little bit. Like, if you need to fucking survive. Syracuse in the house. <laughs> Last minute. That <laughs> It's for you. Um, poop could fucking give you some serious problems. What? Eating poop? You die from that shit, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm sure that's tough. Eating poop? Yeah. That's all your body's I can never eat anything from a human in general. Just like poop, you know, what about people vaginal in general. fluids. Well, yeah, that's that's a different thing. Though. That's, that's from like, a person. It's a must. Just, I don't eat it. Put it in the freezer. Just put it in the freezer. <laughs> Is that possible? One you think anyone's out? ever done that? Yes. I think so. I think there's people in the world that have already tried that. Yeah. That sounds difficult. I, mean, yeah. I feel like 
We could try it. Oh my god. <laughs> Can I request a song? Sure. Mix it with a little I want I want you guys to hear the song that even as much shit as I just talked about outside lands, <laughs> this one song is the highlight of my experience there because it was the only moment where I felt good and something sparked in me. What's the song? The song is called Girl Let Me Touch You There by Dr. Octagon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. What uh? Do you know what album it's on? Doctor Octagonologist. Doctor Octagonologist. Uh, <laughs> Girl, let me touch you. All right, I'm playing it. It's morning, 7 o'clock, you at my clinic, it's me, your orthopedic gynecologist. You looking pretty and fine, go ahead, blow my mind, girl, what's wrong? Come here, let me take a look. You say you got burnt, your man should have wore rubber. What type of partners you have, and who's your first lover? He never turned you around, showed you doggy style. We got some things in common, honey, let's talk a while. Did he lick you there? Percolate your atmosphere. I got a mask at home, boots and some leather gear. How about me and you in black? I'm hitting from the back, telling my face and all juicy brown booty. I'm the master of my splits, let me do my duty. Girl, let me touch you. Never smooth, you're cute, drinking Hennessy, joking about two girls, your friend double teaming me. I got the office closed, you ready for the pro? Suckers ain't no good, sticking coke up in your nose. My style is wild at home, and on the kitchen table, porno flicks and stacks, flavor on the TV cable. I'd rather sign my address on your application, you can call late nights for lonely information. Where you come when it's boring, the place where to go, I want you in a two-piece and freaky for a private show. You got my number, address, you know the rest.
Hello, hello, hello. So, yeah, I don't want to talk about. Um, so, so middle school mm-hmm. is where I met these two people right here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Martin and Satchel. Yeah. I met Satchel because. I used to be in dance class in eighth grade. Mm. I was a shit. I was I was Michael Jackson. If I told you this before, I think you have. Yeah. Basically, I peaked in my life in middle school. Like, like it was like you'd say so. Girls were like Michael Jackson. Like it'd be school dances. They'd play that shit. <laughs> and everybody <laughs> lose their fucking minds. They would play Michael Jack. They would play Michael Jackson. Yeah, I was just walking through busting nuts on girls and shit. Really. At at 12? (laughs) Yeah, at 12. And then I ran for student body president and won just because I was Michael Jackson. I didn't do shit. (laughs) Like, there was, like, five people who had, like, perfect grades and have been doing politics since, like, sixth grade. And I was just like, I was Michael Jackson. Yeah. I won. (laughs) 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 Got a medal on stage at graduation and everything. It was so shady. I didn't do not a goddamn thing. You're in eighth grade. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shit. Wait, you, what did you do? Were you supposed to do things? I made the, the graduation sweater a graffiti logo. Mm. And like, there was a couple people that were like, this looks ghetto. And I didn't understand how problematic that was when I was 12. So I was just like, it's dope as fuck. We talk about it. It's not problematic. Yeah. Fuck but, those people. <laughs> but you know, it was, uh, it was dope. Made the hoodie, got on the yearbook. Um, I didn't give a speech at graduation. I just stood there. The, the lady, the principal made a speech about how diverse our school was and like had me as like the black guy. Who was <laughs> the, the black president. president. Yeah. Like Michael's a great guy. He just shows how diverse our, our school really is. I was like, <laughs> dope. Yeah, it's Dong. Judy Dong. Her name's Dong. That's yeah. cool. She said it in like a meaningful way. She's, you know, Asian American. Like, she under- yeah, she's cool. Like, she understands. I don't think she'd been it to be like black. Everybody look at this black guy. Look at this black guy. This black guy goes for a school. Yeah. But yeah, but when I was dancing, uh, fucking Satchel, Caleb was in dance class with Satchel. If you can imagine Satchel in a dance class, it's probably the best day of my life. I'm so mad I couldn't, I couldn't see that. But apparently he threw Caleb's shoe out into the auditorium. And I found it, and then I gave it to Kaylin, and then me and Kaylin became friends right there. Mm. All because of Satchel throwing her shoe. Damn, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Is that really, that really happened? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. What do, you, what do you think of uh, breakfast? It's my favorite meal of the day. If you were to have breakfast... At any other time besides the morning, what time would it be? Like 4 a.m. Oh, that's the that's morning. That's the morning. Like 11, like right now. We right should now. go to Fernandes yeah. then. Right now? I was going to go to Nation so I can take Satchel home. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, back to breakfast. Uh, <laughs> when you eat breakfast, where do you usually eat it? 
Uh, Tennessee Grill. Mmm. It's like my favorite spot. I feel like they think I'm like crazy at this point because I've been there like twice a week for like 10 years. Let's give a shout out to Tennessee Grill. Shout out to Tennessee Grill. What's like your... What's yeah. the average you pay? Like, how much do you pay at each visit? This is more for personal, not for the people, because I'm like, now nah, I got to go to Tennessee Grill. But. Yeah. I know. Huh? Tennessee Grill. <laughs> Tennessee Grill is pretty, uh, pretty cheap, right? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm actually curious. Like, it's like 10 bucks, 12 bucks. A, a meal. $9. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I might go. $9, bacon and eggs. Yeah, bacon and eggs. Pancakes? No, hash browns. Pancakes and shit is like... Seven bucks, seven dollars extra. No, nah, just like seven bucks. Oh, for pancakes, pancake, and sausage, and eggs, scrambled eggs. What? That's cracking. With the coffee, it's like eight twenty-five or something. How many? How many dates have you taken there? Um, none. None. No actual like dates. Dates. Just hanging out with girls. Yeah. Would you rather take a date, a woman on a date, to pho or to Pasquale's? Pasquale's. Okay, okay. Pasquale's or... Pasquale's or like a, like a concert? Uh, concert. For a date? Yeah. Just mm. get to know them, depending on who we're seeing. Right. Um, probably go see Tech 9. I'm just kidding. Have like you seen Take Nine before? <laughs> yeah, on accident with Liam. At Rock the Bells. Oh, uh, at like a Tech Nine concert at the Regency Ballroom. You went there by accident? Yeah. Cole, because Kalen's older brother, like, he had tickets and he couldn't go anymore, so he gave them to Liam. What? And me and Liam never even like seen Tech Nine. I was like, oh, I think he's a rapper, right? Yeah. Okay. We go there. It's like packed. It's packed. Everybody's just like ten feet bigger than us with tattoos yeah. and like. Face painting and yeah. shit. Yeah. Face paint. Everybody's like doing this one like religious looking like move. Like, yo, yo, yo. I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? Where are we? There was like a seven that blew up in red and then it turned upside down. And the woman turned, the lights start flashing and take down. I was like, what the fuck is up? Me and Liam got thrown into a mosh pit. Did you? Yeah. Was it physically painful? No, because we got the fuck out instantly. We really? Just, yeah, once we got in, we were like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a really funny story. When was that? 2012. Damn. Yeah, he's got an insane following, dude. It's crazy. nuts. What, um... Do you guys remember, uh... What... Out of all the Rock the Bells you've been to, I know most of us here have been to at least two. What's your favorite year? That's what it was. What did you, what'd you say, Carlos? It, it was the year that, um, it was the year that, uh, who headlined? Oh, there was, I mean, there was a few dope ones, but like the year that Tribe and Nas headlined, mm. man. <laughs> that was the time I did get to see them. You saw Tribe? Yeah. Yeah, I was there for that year one. Late. Yeah. That one was sick. Um, but my favorite year was like the year I just kind of I went with my homies Eli and uh, Carlos Carlos Rodriguez from uh, Dead Kings Collective. Mm. He they uh, they had a booth with the Hip Hop Chess Federation. Mm. They were vending their shirts there, so they got me in, mm. and we were just kicking it. And like the RZA came and played chess. 
what? against two two cats, two fans. And you sobbed? And he beat both of them at the same time in chess. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's actually. And then, kid. like, my as my friends were painting, like, they were wrapping up their, like, live painting, right? While they were painting, the RZA just gets up, takes out a marker, and signs it, dude, and just walks Whoa. away. Right? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I think, that, I mean, the RZA definitely, like, supports the organization a lot. He's, like, they're, like, one of their spokespeople. Oh, okay. But, like, so he was definitely down, but, like, he was, like, he's just, he's just the RZA, man. The master. Yeah. And then, uh, Immortal Technique was there, too, just chilling. Playing chess? I don't know if he played chess, but he was just definitely just sitting there chilling. Did you talk to him? Nah, I was kind of like, I, you know, he was talking to other people. I didn't want to interrupt. It seemed like it was, just, and plus he's he's kind of an intimidating dude, man. Yeah. It's kind of like you don't just come up with like, I just didn't Things know what to, to say, say, bro. Yeah. I was just like, uh, yo, I could have just been like, yo, I'm a big fan, but I think he was just kind of mingling and shit. Yeah, I didn't want to like, yeah. I didn't want to be a groupie. <laughs> I feel you. You know, but. uh that was cool, and like Common played that year with the dope band, DJ Quick. Um, who else was there? Kid Cudi finished it out with that. Yeah, man. Anyway, that's what's up. Rock the bells, pass man. Me pass me that. Our team, pass me that. Um, Mike, Mike, what was your favorite year? Rock the bells, quick. Sorry. Um, I got nothing to say at all. No, what was your favorite year of Rock the Bells? Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, 20, 2012 was how was 2010 was just my most memorable one. I mean, not 2010. 2011 was the first time I ever went to Rock the Bells. Mm. And it was like, I got lucky. Cause like, I saw Mike there. Yeah. <laughs> I got lucky because uh, Lauren Hill, Nas, and Wu-Tang Clan were all at the same time. Damn. And so it was uh, Immortal Technique. Damn. And so... I saw Nas. Nas was sick as fuck. And then I saw Lauren Hill, and she wasn't as good as like I thought she was gonna right. be. To be real, like I love her to death. You know what I mean? But like, people were like walking out and stuff, and like somebody had dropped her ticket. And so I picked up a ticket and got to be like third row for Lauren Hill Whoa, for a second. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's dope. And then after that, I went to see Wu Tang. First time I ever seen Wu Tang Clan, and that was the moment I fell in love with hip hop. I was just like, this is the coolest shit of all time. Right. Wu Tang just murdered it, and I was just like. Young as fuck. I don't know. 2011. I'm like 16 years old. That's sick. Wasn't it just Ghostface Killer and Raekwon that year? No, that was that was 20 like 12 or 13. I know what you're talking about. But what what uh what's your favorite year, Pause, Real quick. 2011. Who played there? I'm pretty sure. No, it was. You know what it was? I think it was Raekwon and Ghostface and Jizza were all there, mm. like doing their own shit. Like Ghostface and Raekwon did Only Built for Cuban Links in its entirety. Jizza mm, did real. Liquid Swords in its entirety. Black Moon did Enter the Stage in its entirety. That's fucking crazy, dude. Mm. They did? People. Yeah. I don't Holy shit. I didn't I don't think I saw Black Moon really that much. I think I saw a little bit. Mob Deep did the infamous in its entirety. That was the first time I saw Mob Deep. Oh, they did? Yeah. And then I, the sound wasn't that good. Like, I saw them do an eye for an eye, blah, blah, blah. But it was sick because we were watching Nas. And then Nas just brought out Mob Deep. And then, like, they Damn. did eye for an eye like with Nas. That's sick, dude. Hey, um, I want to, um, Satchel, do you have a favorite year of Rock the Bells? You only went one year? All right, you're out. Um, <laughs> what year did you go? Third? 
the last year that was like 14, I guess. Anyways, uh, we're about to get out of here pretty soon, but before we leave, I want to let all y'all know, listening out there, that um, August 17th, which I believe is next Thursday, uh, there's going to be a dope Frisco hip-hop show hosted by Equipto, featuring Shag Nasty, Eddie K, Rich Ayala, Young Punch, Mike Bees, and the Jealous Guys with DJ Ewok on the turntables. That's a pretty, that's a pretty like one, 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 one of a kind lineup. You know what I mean? There hasn't been a show like this really, kind of ever recently in the in the recent past. You know, so this is gonna be really special for a uh, San Francisco hip hop, like in terms of history and in terms of like newer people, like the OGs and uh, the younger uh, people. Uh, holding it down out here so i want and that's at the elbow room i want everybody to go <coughs> to go check that out doors are at 9 30 p.m i'm gonna go i think uh most of us will probably be there yeah right oh shit well that's also the night that mike's at Cobbs. i'll probably go to both you I don't know. oh shit really all right, well, that's all. You want to plug that one as well? I know nothing. I know nothing about the show yet, but come this Thursday, Scott hit with this yesterday, or a few days ago. But I got confirmed with it yesterday. Mm. That's what's up. But anyways, yeah, elbow room, cabs. It's all happening. <laughs> this is Old Soul Radio. Good night. Fancy so, don't you? Good old blackmail, you can't beat it, I've always said so. <laughs> Do you realise what this means? Now that you've got the goods on Spode, you can stroll down and sneak that cow creamer tonight. Now, there, if you'll excuse my saying so, you are talking like a fathead. Stiffy still has that notebook, and before any steps can be taken towards the cow creamer, I have got to get it back. Only by showing that notebook to Madeline can Gussie prove that his motive in pinching Stiffy's legs was pure. And only if he effects a reconciliation with the Bassett can I avoid the peril of marrying her myself. I am going to search Stiffy's 
room. What's the good of that? Wherever it is, you can be jolly sure it's carefully hidden. I'm going to go and start thinking of something sensible. Ah, Jeeves, I would like to pay you stately tribute on the accuracy of your information, Ray Spode. Spode Quay Menace. Is it Quay, Jeeves? Uh, yes, sir, Quay. Yes, sir, quite correct. I thought so. Well, Spode Quay Menace is a spent egg. That is most gratifying, sir. Most. However, this notebook must be re-snitched from young Stiffy. Aunt Dahlia sees no hope, but I have just come upon a significant passage in the thriller I have been reading. Note this carefully, Jeeves. The detective, referring to some bounders who've just ransacked a girl's room, says... Amateurs, Postlethwaite, rank amateurs. They never tried the top of the cupboard, and any experienced crook knows it is a woman's favourite hiding place. You see the profound significance of that, Jeeves? If I interpret you right, sir, you're suggesting that the notebook may be concealed on the top of the cupboard in Miss Bing's room. That detective is no fool, Jeeves. Stiffy's gone to attend old Stinker's slide lecture on the Holy Land. The coast is clear. Gird up your loins, Jeeves, and accompany me. Well, uh, really, sir... Jeeves, I have had occasion to rebuke you before for this habit of saying, well, really, sir, in a soupy sort of voice when I indicate a strategic line of action. Think feudally, Jeeves. Very well, sir. Shortly, we were in Stiffy's room, and I was just looking about me when... <sighs> my meditations were broken by an odd sort of gargling noise, which, to cut a long story short, proved to proceed from the larynx of the dog Bartholomew. <sighs> Come on, Jeeves! <laughs> the exact moment when I soared like an eagle onto the chest of drawers, Jeeves was skimming like a swallow onto the top of the cupboard. Oh. Oh. Uh, the book does not appear to be on top of the cupboard, as you suspected, sir. Lost the book, Jeeves? What about this dog? Yes, sir. What do you mean, yes, sir? Well, I was endeavouring to convey that I appreciate the point you have raised, sir. The animal's unexpected appearance unquestionably raises a problem. <laughs> have you no ideas, Jeeves? We're trapped. What is required here is action. Sharp, decisive action. Uh, yes, sir. I would advise seeing what you can do with a sheet. A sheet, sir? I think that if you were to make a sudden spring, you could snatch up a sheet and roll him up in it. Yes, sir. <laughs> There are some on the bed. Yes, sir. I can see them, sir. On the bed, sir. Well, are you going to make a sudden spring? Uh, no, sir. A rather stiff silence followed Jeeves' nolle pro sequi. Oh, hello, Bertie. Hello, Jeeves. What ho, Stiffy? Well, I suppose you're surprised to see us up here. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Have you been looking for that book? Why, yes, that's right. Though, as a matter of fact, we were somewhat impeded by the Bow Wow. I was keeping it light, you notice. Always the best way on these occasions. <laughs> Stiffy, would it be asking too much of you to attach a stout lead to his collar, thus making the world safe for democracy? Yes, it would. Surely you wish to save the lives of two fellow creatures? Not if they're men. I loathe all men. Back early, aren't you? The lecture was off. Harold dropped the slides and broke them. What made him do that? 
He had a shock when I broke off our engagement. What? Yes. I asked him when he was going to pinch Eustace Oates' helmet, and he said that he'd been wrestling with his conscience, but that it simply wouldn't hear of him pinching helmets, so it was all off. Well, so is our engagement, I said, and he dropped the coloured slides of the Holy Land, and I came away. <laughs> and I consider that I've had a very lucky escape. If he is the sort of man who is going to refuse me every little thing I ask... <laughs> I'm glad. 